Blog Talk Radio. The True Israelites with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Yaquas Radio. Live Yaquas Radio. Worldwide International Broadcast. Worldwide International Broadcast. We are now on the official of the fifth day of the Feast of Tabernacles. We lied all over. Count one, two, three, four, five, six. We are live on the fifth day of the Feast of Tabernacles. Get in when you fit in. And that's what this day is all about. It's all about bonding. Getting in order. Bonding. Bonding on the Feast of Tabernacles. We are not officially on the fifth day. Got three days to go. More days. And that seventh day, where we can read, that seventh day, a righteous gathering. On that seventh day. Hallelujah. Okay. All right, on that eighth day. On that eighth day. On that eighth day is a new beginning. Everything is pointed back to the Garden of Eden. Nothing, 
Nothing diet. Nothing diet. New beginning. Hallelujah. Well, that, Understanding 
upon the first day of the seventh month. Verse 7. Also, Joshua and Benny and Terebia and, and Jamin and Akkah and Sabathia and Adijah and Mashiach and Kalita and Azariah and Zozabad and Hanan and Piliah and the Levites called the people to understand the law and the people stood in their place. Verse 8. So they read the book of the law of Yahweh distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. Read verse 2 again, John. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 2. And Ezra and Isaiah brought the law before the congregation of Israel, both of men and women. And all men. Men and women. Men and women. We brought the law both men and women. We bring again. He reads, men and women. All that could hear with understanding upon the first day of the seventh month. Mm, so that's so that what the teachers were doing. All the teachers were doing in verse 7. They was all out there in the audience on every, every crowd that gathered. And they thing was to teach those that want to know the value of what this speech is all about. So they was all there. Just like last night class, um, we uh, brought out a lot of good information. That was in tape number uh, five. Remember, we'll be on all week long. Tape one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the speech will be on the broadcast every night at 7.30. Because when all speech starts in the Bible at 7.30. I mean, well, when the sun sets, but we'll be on the airways at 7.30. Great class last night, and we got a lot of calls from that last night lesson about last night lesson, so um, very interesting. So now, in the book, uh, Sister Judith, in the book of Luke, chapter 1, I want to make sure we clear that uh, what was um, going on in Luke chapter 1, something was going on there. Uh, so what's going on in Luke chapter 1, and I want to see what was going on in verse 8 and 9, 1, 8 and 9. What was going on in 1, verse 8 and 9? Luke chapter 1, verses 8 and verse 9. Verse 8 reads, And it came to pass that while he executed the seer's office before Yahweh in the order of his course. Verse 9 reads, according to the custom of the seer's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Yahweh. So, uh, so that means one thing, that feast started at night. So it's, it's box. So they, they had a, um, a minister to make sure he there to get the lights on. So Zachariah was there to make sure all the lights were ready to go. And um, when the people go remember, all the feast days started when the sun set.
probably got to stop due to one of the modes out of count one. Y'all probably need to just see right. Yes, ma'am. Uh, pick it up at, uh, at uh, Proverbs chapter 
chapter 6, 21, down to verse 23. Come on. Yeah, well. Romans chapter 6, verse 21 to 23. What you have used then in those things where all you are now a thing. For the end of those things is death. 22. But now being made free from sin and become servants to Yahweh, we have your fruit unto righteousness. And the end everlasting life. 23. But the wages of sin is death. But the gift of Yahweh is eternal life. Through Yahweh the throne. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, Hallelujah. Well, let us know. That's why it's, it's, it's so important that we understand that the price we're going to pay when it's all paid up. Is death. That's why we. Have, that's why he um he got um Second Peter there. Tell something Second Peter chapter one, verse nineteen to twenty one. Tell something. In Second Peter chapter one, make it chapter two. Second Peter two one nineteen down to verse twenty one. Let's see what he did. Second Peter chapter two, verses one. Second uh, Peter chapter one, verse nineteen down verse twenty one. Raise your voice a bit for the last Second Peter chapter one, nineteen down verse twenty one. Second Peter chapter one, verses nineteen to twenty one. Verse nineteen reads, "We have also a more sure word." Of prophecy, mm-hmm. where unto ye do well that ye take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your mind. Verse 20 reads, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. Verse 21 reads, For the prophecy came not in old time. By the will of man, but righteous men of Yahweh spake as they were moved by the righteous spirit. Mm-hmm. So, so the righteous men spoke as they were moved. So he came to these righteous men and let them know that what he had set up, and these righteous men had to get on in there and make sure they oh, tell the congregation aware of things that the Almighty is going to do. It's already prophesied of things that the Almighty is going to do. In Jeremiah 49, young man, we're look at 49, verse 20 down to verse 22. So now, so what they were doing on these feast days, all the ones that were learned and sitting on the camp, they learned, they have to get out there and holler at the people to get them prepared on this is good business, but you can be understanding exactly what's going on, and that's why that seven-day, eight-day feast, on that eighth day, it's called new beginning. That means whatever oh, that will happen 
kill nothing that that can die. That means end time. If you think you uh, uh, eating something on that day, everything will turn right back to the garden on the eighth day. White garments, the fresh is on it. Eighth day, new beginning. Then the Almighty Father will be down with you. So that's that's the important thing to understand. And that's what he was doing on them feast days, reminding them that if you, anytime you come to the tabernacle, that is getting you prepared for the eighth day of the return of the coming down of the Father. The Father going to come down when everything is in order, your life, the Garden of Eden. It's going to be just like the Garden of Eden, where nothing dies no more, if you need to eat, you reach up there on the tree and pull down what you need to eat. See? And you drunk your spray water and you went on about your business because you couldn't go find no animals to cut cut their legs off, to eat no frog legs because no, none of the animals would, would die anymore either. So that was the eighth day is all about. Nothing going to die on the eighth day. Everything would be fruits and vegetables, and then leaves would be for the healing. You got that kind of problem with you. So, so, so in Jeremiah, so the teachers they were out there spreading around, and you rehearsing the righteous act right now. They were spreading, they were spreading this thing out there, young man. What did they say? And what verse I said? What I said again? You said Book of Jeremiah, the fifth chapter, forty-nine. Yeah. Verse 20 to 22. Okay, let's see what he's saying. Book of Jeremiah, this is chapter 49, verse 20 to 22. Jeremiah, this is chapter 49, verse 20. Therefore, hear the counsel of Yahweh. Now, now the counsel of Yahweh is the Bible. Yahweh. Well, how you going to hear the counsel of Yahweh? Because Yahweh is the Bible. Yahweh is And the only way you'll hear the counsel of Yahweh, ain't nobody going to make sure we feel connected. Ain't nobody going to make sure we Israel. 
Maurice, y'all probably just see that. Yeah. Yahweh, to you is the word of this 
salvation. Verse 27. For they that dwell at Yahweh Judah and their rulers, because they knew him not, nor yet the voice of the seal, which are read at a Sabbath day, they have fulfilled them in condemning him. Young man, that Jeremiah did. Read that first verse again. All the way you hear. Go ahead. Book of Jeremiah, the chapter 49, verse 20. Read. 20 read. Who's what and who 
be able to stand. But then I'm going to come down and put that same spirit, Moses. They're not going to be all over the place. They're going to have the same spirit you have. Get down to verse 24 to see what, what, he, what he told Moses. Verse 24 reads, And Moses went out and told the people the words of Yahweh and gathered the 70 men of the elders of the people and set them round about the temple. You see that? So Moses, Moses peeked out there and seen exactly who supposed to do what. He brought them all down. Then Yahweh told him, bring the 70 men. Now, bring them around the temple. Now, once he has done his part, then what happened next? Verse 25. And Yahweh came down in a cloud and spake unto them and took the spirit which was upon him and gave it unto the 70 elders. And it came to pass that when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not speak. You see that? And so that same spirit was that Moses had, they had, but he said Yahweh came down in the cloud. What that mean by he came down the cloud? Let's run to Psalms 104, pick up verse 1. Well, look, what, what that mean by he came down on the cloud? He came down on the cloud, and then he talked with Moses concerning them to let you know you, you got your nice group to take care of my business. He put that same spirit that was on Moses, he put it on them. What does it mean by he came down in the cloud? We can find what that means in Psalm 104, verse 1. and read a little bit. Let's do get out of What that means by he came down in the cloud? Psalm chapter 104, verse 1. Verse 1 reads, Bless the Yahweh, O my soul. O Yahweh, my Yahweh, thou art very great. Thou art clothed with honor and majesty. You are clothed with, with, with honor and uh-huh. Yes. Matter, uh, Madis- Madison. Yes. Verse two reads, "Who covereth thyself with light as with a garment? Yes. Who stretched out the heavens like a curtain? Yes. Verse three reads, "Who layeth the beams of his chambers in the water? He do all that. Go ahead. Who maketh the clouds his chariot? Oh, who so makes the what? Clouds his chariot. So, so he be really in a cloud." But the people that have picked up on that and all about some chariots, but it really is a cloud. Yeah, well. It may be in the form of a chariot where they go overboard by standing seeing chariots all over the place. So no, no, but he really be in a cloud. That would he really be in. That would be make it his chariot. Yeah, well. So now, um, Mother E, we're going to swing to the 25th chapter. Uh, Matthew verse 21, and we're going to take it out in verse number 3. We're going to Matthew 25, and we'll pick it verse 21 down to verse 3. Let's just say that, Mother, Mother E. Matthew 25, verse 21 down to verse 3. Let's see what's going on here. Come on. Look, Matthew chapter 25. Verse 21 to 30. Book of Matthew, uh, chapter, chapter 25, verse 21 to 30. Matthew, chapter 25, verse 21. His Yahweh said unto him, 
well done, thy good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Answer thou into the jaws of the Yahweh. 22. He also that has received two challenges came and said, Yahweh, thou delivered unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents beside them. Verse 23. Yahweh said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee rule over many things. Enter thy unto the joy of thy Yahweh. Verse 24. Then he which had received the one talent came and said, Yahweh, I know thee that thou art an hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown, and gathering where thou hast not struck. Verse 25. And I was afraid, and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, there must have that is thine. Verse 26. His Yahweh answered and said unto him, Thus wicked and slow for servant, thus knoweth that I Reap where I sow it, not, and gather where I have no thought. Verse 27. Thus ought therefore to have put my money to the exchange, and then at my coming I should have received my own person. 28. Take therefore, take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which has ten talents. Verse 29. For unto everyone that has shall be given, and he shall have the one. But from him that has not, not to be taken away, even that which he had. Verse 30, and cast you, and cast you, the unprofitable servant, into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and vanishing of teeth. Verse 46. Matthew chapter 25, verse 46. And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous unto life eternal. Mm, yeah, why so, Mother, in verse 25? Why is all this happening in verse 25? Verse 25. And I was a friend, and went and hid my talent in the earth. 
No, their book has that. There, you have that in mind.
And Yahweh bless you, see as well as see you blow. Oh, Yahweh. Well, once again, Yahweh bless you, Sierra Israel, and thank you for bringing us into tonight's broadcast among the cast of over hundreds of thousands of listeners. And that's always a good thing, because you find out that being among a cast of hundreds of thousands of listeners, you will find those that do and those that don't. And what we'd like to do is stay on the do side, because we do teach the correct word of Yahweh. You would actually be surprised of how many out there that don't know this word. And it's disturbing to me. They will say they read the Bible and they understand the Bible. But then when you ask them any question about the Bible, there's always another way. And this is not a good thing. Because it reminds you in the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. And this is why we always ask the listening audience to take notes. In the book of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 13 and 14, 13 says, Any ye end at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. Many there be which go in there at 14. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way, lead into life, he'll be there that find it. And if that makes any sense, it's almost like a teacher teaching you the things that you should know and the way to go. And when you follow that teacher's instructions, you will get one thing out of it. You will get a thousandfold understanding from that which you thought that you knew. This is why we always say that a teacher can't learn from his students because he's giving wise counsel and also having knowledge that teacher even gains more experience by teaching. Now, on the other hand, a student can learn from wise counsel and possibly one where they learn to give teaching themselves. And it shows well in all the six camps that teach if they have big ears and little mouth. Because... We are aware by knowing the scriptures and the Bible precepts are given in knowledge to know we have many out there that camouflage mostly their confused teaching. An overly loud bump the gums contest for righteous learning. We've been trying to use Bible scriptures as verbal weapons against those of us that know. This is why we welcome and thank all of you for attending our live broadcast of Yahweh's Master. We come to your life and open to you always new and exciting topics from the King James Bible, and first and foremost about Yahweh's work. Learning how to connect the Bible books, your health, things that you should eat, and keeping the Sabbath days as we're doing now, fifth day of the tabernacle. We do all this because you have not, and this is the information you came to seek and have to look no further. And why? Because you found it now in the voices of the Chusalites, tribe of Yahweh. We're open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the normal days. But on the Sabbath days, we're open from 7.30 to 10.30. 
Now, Tuesday, we generally don't have a class unless we have a high day or a special event. Our normal class usually starts from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on those normal days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Now, also, our Sabbath class on Saturday, the bottom part of the Sabbath, is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address, and to use this on any search engine, right on the search line in the tribe.com. And after clicking it, look once again for tribe.com. Dash Israelites. You'll find this will take you to a big line where you'll see some choices. One will be tithes and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. Any other device, you might see menu. But after clicking that, you'll still see choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings and doing so. Remember what it says to all of us to read the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7 and verse 8. 7 says, Give unto the Aquar, dependence of the people. Give unto the Aquar, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Aquar, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves a cheerful giver. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and once again mentioned in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you thus says Yahweh live. Also for building the school, which I can see is an exceptional needed necessity with what's going on today as far as bad teaching. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Also while there, check out our calendar, which is to keep you in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program, which is a feature that's available during our broadcast time. And to get there, in the three words on the search line this time, Yahweh Radio Live. And when you click on it, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of God Top. And click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. We also have a few numbers you can call with Yahweh in mind. The first being the live conference room which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This is our international number where you can call and give a message on Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six line accounts of Yahweh's message. But I don't have to remind you, in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. You're only a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling the same number, you can inquire about the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here via email or phone or text before broadcast or afterwards. We seem to be pretty busy with the WCC. The New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, announcing many memos, and even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. 
So please use the line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back. As I said, unless you call trying to teach, you're only here discouraging help. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of today's program, you can catch the entire show after 10.30 p.m. by entering Yaqua Radio Live on your search box. And when you click in, put the voice of the Terizoites. Just choose the program you were late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. And during our normal broad talk broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on Peltalk, which can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, or computer, even now that smartwatch. You will be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for voices of the truth life. You'll find our room will hold 50 or more listening participants. We Yaqua's work will also be working nearby the education. Online air to answer the on the table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be the other initiatives along with C. Israel writing at Shotgun. And during this time, we'll be taking no comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And the broadcast ends before teaching time. We will continue teaching health talk. I'll be with you all. But by this time, you realize I usually give you that continuing reminder. When we are given the scriptures to speak by the seer, remember to be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh will fall smooth, remembering that we have hundreds of thousands of listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion. So we have to be careful about making worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible. But remember to make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. And so we can start to do just that as we spoke. I will turn our program back to our seer as well and say, Hello, Yahweh. All right, yo, that was excellent. That was excellent. That's right, so uh, you won't go on no doubt about it. And so, like I say, on these on these seven eight day pictures, very important to understand. It's not about being flooded. Book of Hebrews, chapter four, there. Young man, I tell you, we got verse four one. This is what he had out. So, so he had, so when they came in all over the world, those that didn't understand are uh, no more than it was. Uh, it was uh, family reunion for the 12 tribes of Israel, but the important part of it was the teaching part to let those that came understand how big this thing is. Because the seventh day is going toward Hebrews 4, and we'll pick up verse 1, uh, right, Titus, and see what that says. Let's read a little bit. Yeah. Look at Israelites, through the word Hebrew, chapter 4. Verse 1, there is therefore fear, lest they promise being left up of entry into his rest. He said, he said now, the, now that, so what they were doing when we read um, Nehemiah chapter 8, we read verse number 7 and 8, they was out there in the audience telling them, those that came to the beast days, that you got to understand this thing. This is big business right here. He said, 
Second Ezra, chapter seven. Second Ezra, chapter seven. We will still pages. Okay, take it to verse one, and then until we get to our point. Verse number one says, right. "And when I had made an end." of speaking these words. There was sent unto me the minister spirit which had been sent unto me in the nights of hell. Two, and he said unto me, Apostle, and hear words that I come to tell thee. Three, and I said, Speak on, my Yahweh. Then he said unto me, The seat is set in a wide place that it might be deep and great. Four, but put the case, the entrance were narrow, and like a river. Five. Who then would go into, you see, to look upon it and to rule it? If he went not through the narrow, how could he come into the broad? Six. There's also another thing, a city that is built and set up on a broad field, and is full of all good things. Seven, the entrance, therefore, is narrow and set in a dangerous place to fall, like if there was fire on the right hand and on the left deep water. Eight, and only one pass between them both, even between the fire and the water, so small there could only but one man go there at once. Nine, and if this city now were given unto a man for an inheritance if he never shall pass the dangers set before it how shall he receive his inheritance 10 and I said it is, it is so Yahweh then he said unto me even so also is Israel's portion Eleven, because for their sakes I have made the work and when Adam transgressed my statutes of her instructions. Then was decreed that now is done. Twelve. And were the Now back up and read verse five, nine, and ten. Back up and read verse five, five verse nine, and ten. 
verse 5. Verse number 5, 9 and 10. Verse number 5, 9 and 10. 5 says, Then when he could go into the sea to rule his and to rule it, if he went not through the narrow, how could he come into the broad? Verse number 9. If this city now were given unto a man, or an inheritance. If he never shall pass the danger set before it, how shall he receive this inheritance? 10. And I said, It is so, Yahweh. Then he said unto me, Even so also is Israel's portion. So he's saying, he letting you know, this is on account. If, if, if you don't go through nothing, you never, it's going to get you where you got to get to. Say now, you will have to make sure you look about and, and let the people understand that to get to where you want to get to is called a kingdom. That means you will have to have a testimony that it wasn't no cakewalk for you. You're going to be tried to the utmost, and you have to um, buy up the people to understand that if, when you in these state days, you go back home to your loved ones, you get to what you want to get to, you can be tested to the utmost. Everybody in the Bible was Ain't nobody got a clear path. So from the least to the greatest, you're going to be tested. It's up to you to get to the narrow. To get into the wide, you got to come through the narrow. That means you're going to be tried. And how, and how you'll be tried with whoever you love the most. And that's going to be your trial. So whatever you learn the most, that's what Yahweh is going to test you at and see what you overcome, what he got written in his Bible. If you don't pass the test, understand what I'm saying. You will not be to the wide because you got to come through the narrow. You can't look to your left. You can't look to your right. you got to remember one thing. You've got to give a count of the you gotta you gotta make sure that's understood plainly. You got to lead by example and warn the people that Yahweh only going so far in his creation. After his creation is over, then you off into the new beginning. But if you're not tried, you're not getting off into the new beginning beginning unless you try. Come on back to your line in that fourth chapter. Let's read a little bit more on that fourth chapter. So this seventh day of peace is to inform those who on the airways at 730, I told them, through the sunset, all classes from 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, all right. So we're going to the broadcast at 730. That don't mean we ain't already getting it on already because one thing about this is serious business you got to rehearse this right this action. you got to get the people prepared. See, because you got to read all you got a statement that's written in the book of Ezekiel. Uh, so it's a statement written in the book of Ezekiel. Pick it at 13. Are you 
upon him to tell him, go ahead, go ahead, shepherd, go ahead, bishop, go ahead, bishop, tell it, bishop, you know how he's talking.
family of Israel to stand in the battle in the day of the Yahweh. And you ain't got prepared for what, and this is what these things is all about. Get them prepared for what to come. These these days in the Bible is to prepare the congregation of Israel on what to come. It's more to just eating and drinking and fun. It's prepared them to when they go back home, they prepared themselves and they learned from the ones that had the words like in the six and on account. So what we did, what we doing in six and on account, those that come to the feast, we pull them to the side and show them what this day is all about and the information you got to have. Because the ones that that's having the feast day, like the other congregations, all they all they looking for was the reunion of a gathering. But it was a message that got to be told that that seventh day feast. That is the conclusion of the matter. Once you get past the seven-day feast, you offer to the new beginning. See, if you make the seven-day feast, that is the final. Then after that, you're going off to the new beginning. That means a lot of things you must know when you go off into this new beginning. Go back there, brother Titus, about, about in the Hebrews, read a little bit more. Going back to the book of Israelites, through the word Hebrews. I'm at chapter 4. All right, I'm half of verse 1. Any of you seem to come short of it. Verse 2. For unto us the covenant taught as well as unto them. He said, he said the covenant was taught to us and, and them. Them, the ones that was, was told, um, Mother E, then was told in the book of Exodus chapter 34, verse 10, see, the covenant was taught to them, Mother, Mother E, and let's see what was taught to them in 34, verse 10. He said the covenant was taught to them, and what, and what was told to them in 34, verse 10 of Exodus, Mother E, let's see what was told them in 34. Verse number 10. What was told to them? Book of Exodus, chapter 34, verse 10. Book of Exodus, chapter 34, verse 10, read. And he said, Behold, I make a covenant before all the people. I will do marvelous such as have not been done in all the earth, nor in any nation. And all the people among which thou art shall see the works of Yahweh, for it is a terrible thing that I will do with thee. Uh-huh. What he said in verse 12 and 14, Mother. Exodus chapter 34, verse 12 and verse 14. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Exodus. 12 and 14. Exodus chapter 34, verse 12 and verse 14. Verse 12. Take heed to thyself, lest thou make a covenant with the inhabitants of the land, whether thou goest, lest it be for a snare in the midst of thee. Yes, ma'am. Exodus chapter 34, verse 12 and 14. 
verse 14. For thou shalt worship no other Yahweh, but the Yahweh whose name is Jealous, is a jealous Yahweh. Uh-huh. 27 and 28. 27 and 28. 27. Uh-huh. And the Yahweh said unto Moses, Write thou these words. But after the ten of these words, I have made a covenant with thee and with Israel. 28. And he was there with thee. Yahweh, forty days and forty nights. He did neither eat bread nor drink water. And he wrote upon the table the words of the covenant. The Ten Commandments. You see that? So, so, that, so he made a covenant with these people, and we have to let those know, especially on Sabbath days and feasts, that you're in a covenant with these people. And now, and this covenant, uh, I'll throw the title before we go back to Hebrews, and this covenant that he made with the children of Israel, and in the book of Deuteronomy, this covenant that he was made and what we're supposed to bring out in Deuteronomy 29, verse 1, and we'll get down to verse 9, we'll read all the way down to verse 16. So he made a covenant with the children of Israel. And, and once we, whenever we meet, we got to be clear that we understand that we have to be the chief. The covenant that he made, and, and Yahweh is not a covenant breaker. He's a covenant given to you. Not be prepared to tell the people about the covenant. 29 verse 1. Let's we'll get down to verse 9 through 16 there. Young lion, brother Titus, come on. All right, the fifth book of the law. Book of Deuteronomy chapter 29. Verse 1. And then skip down verse 9 to 16. Deuteronomy chapter 29 verse 1. These are the words of the covenant which Yahweh commanded Moses to make for the children of Israel, twelve tribes, in the land of Moab, besides the covenant which he made with them in Horeb. Verse 9 reads, Keep therefore the words of this covenant, and do them, that you may prosper in all that you do. Verse 10, You stand this day, all of you, before Yahweh, your Yahweh, your captains of your tribes, your elders, and your officers, with all the men of Israel. Verse 11, your little ones, your wives, and your strangers, that is in your camp, from the hewer of your wood unto the drawer of your water. Verse 12, that you should enter into a covenant with Yahweh, your Yahweh, and unto his oath, which Yahweh, your Yahweh, make it with you this day. Verse 13, that he may establish you today for a people unto himself, and that he may be unto you Yahweh, as he has said unto you, and as he has sworn unto your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Israel. Verse 14. Neither with you only do I make this covenant 
and his oath. Verse 15. But with him that standeth here with us this day, before Yahweh, our Yahweh, and also with him that is not here with us this day. Mm-hmm. So, so, where we at? Uh, verse 16. Okay. That's good so we find out that he made a covenant with the ones that were standing, but he also made a covenant with the ones in the loins. So the ones in the loins had to um, hear from them to tell them about how, how important it was on what he got written because it's always a sign of deliverance because he knew you was going to rise and you was going to fall. But then at those beach days, it was to remind you of it that when you fall, this is how you get back up. And you lead by example and get back up. Now, going back to Hebrews again. All right, going back to the book of Hebrews. Do the word for the book of Israelites. I'm at chapter 4. I'm at the middle of verse 2. Middle of verse 2. As well as unto them. But the word taught did not profit them. Not being mixed with word in them that heard it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them that were told it back on the left side of the book, that was Paul reminding them of, they heard it, but they paid it no never mind. They, they heard about what Yahweh wants to be done, but they paid him no never mind. So he's saying, these people that paid him no never mind got a price to pay when you pay him no never mind. So what he got written in his Bible, you have to fulfill this book to understand what he got written. And, and it ain't no cakewalk on anybody. So that's why we got to step up to the plate and understand that we got to teach this thing, and, but not only teach it, we got to live it. We got to live it. Because there ain't no cakewalk for them, there ain't going to be no cakewalk for you. Go ahead and read some up. Verse 3. Read. For we, which have believed, do enter into his rest. See, the ones that believe is going to not only be a, a believer of Sister Sarah, we got to be um, Romans 2.13. See, he's the one that believe is going to get into his rest. You got to believe it. See, if you don't believe nothing else. You gotta believe this. Romans two thirteen. What it say there, to Judah? I mean, uh, uh to Sarah. Going to the book of Romans, chapter two, verse thirteen, reads: For not the hearers of the law are just before Yahweh, yeah. but the doers of the law should be justified. So, so who gonna be justified? The doers. The doers. So we got to do this law. That's um now um uh, uh one of the most fat mouth women. And Luke chapter 11 made a profound statement there. And let's see how Yahweh responds to that. And Luke chapter 11, verse 28, that old fat mouth woman jumped up in there and she got moved on the ceremony that Yahweh was telling. And let's see, let's see what Yahweh let her. He let her bump the gums real good. Let's see what else happened. Figure verse 27 and 28.
But then we have to make sure we give them the word before he even drank us up. We're going to James chapter 1, and we'll pick it up verse 22 down to verse 25. Yeah, boy. Let's see what it James 1, 22 <coughs> down. Not that read verse 21 just to make it sound good. James chapter 1, verses 21 to 25. Mm-hmm. Verse, 20, verse 21 reads, Wherefore I lay apart all filthiness, yes. and super, super filthy fluidity of naughtiness, uh, what? naughtiness and receive with meekness. Uh, receive with what? Meekness. That means don't have a comeback. When, when, when somebody's trying to show you something, don't have a comeback that receives it with meekness. That's all you do. When somebody tries to correct you or whatever, just receive it with meekness. Because the correction is what we all got to have. And as a matter of fact, hold that point. Let me show you we all got to have it. You can still got to have the correction. Sister uh, uh, go on to the of chapter 2. To show you that. So when, when, when it's time to be corrected, make no statement out of the mouth. Accept the correction and make a note of it and keep it moving. That's it. Because here is the book of Habakkuk. They are so Sarah. Let's see what the singer says in 2 verse 1. Going to the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, verse 1. Verse 1 reads, I was standing upon my watch. And set me upon the tower, and will watch to see what he will say unto me, and what I shall answer when I am reproved. When I am what? Reproved. So you're going to be reproved. So understand something, sticking on account. Whenever somebody tries to stop and correct you on something, don't make no statement out their mouth. Just take the correction and make the note. That's how you'll be more responsible. But, but you got to come back in a statement. Then that means spirit ain't right. Take this. Now here's the thing. He knows. He said, I already got my mind. You might be on this. You might be on that. He don't know what on my mind. You wait till you hear. So he said, I know he's going to correct me, and I'm going to take it with patience and with meekness. Then I'm going to take care of business with the mail. That was the spirit was saying. That's all. So when somebody corrects you, uh, hold, hold on for a minute and correct something. Take it. Take note of it, study it, and be ready to move on. And where we at now? That's good enough. Where we at? Where, where, where we left off on? I'm going to stop that uh, verse. Yeah, remember when I break in, I always put your finger. I put that verse on the last word. When I break in, whenever I break in, always the last word I say, put your finger right on it. Okay. That's where you stopped off of that. So when they, when they do come back to me, kick up right there and keep it moving. I don't stop the verse all back over again. Read. James chapter one verses twenty one to twenty five. The with meekness the what's that? Engrafted. Engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. So it's able to save your soul, but you gotta have what kind of spirits you gotta have on your yeah, meekness. meekness. It ain't gonna work unless you got a meekness of your spirit. You got a comeback spirit, it ain't gonna work. <laughs> If your spirit got a meekness to it, then you, when the correction comes, then y'all probably say, okay, good. That's what I'm talking about. A meekness. But sometimes you have to correct.
Hallelujah correction, they often get offended. It's okay. Well, we, we know one thing. You ain't about this book because you, you, when it's time to correction, you receive it with meekness, and you do not have a comeback in your mouth. They receive it. Hallelujah. Move on. But be ye doers of the word. Be, be what? Doers of the word. So you got to be what? What are the words? Doers. Doers of the word. Go ahead. And not hearers only. And, and, and you got a lot of them just hearers only. Be the mother. They ain't going to cut it. You got to be a what of the word? Doer. Go Deceiving your own self. And, and when you just a hearer of the word, what you really doing? Deceiving your own self. That's all you really doing? You're receiving, you, you're deceiving your own self. You know, so when, you, when you're not, you're receiving, you're, you're deceiving your own self. Go ahead and read. <clears throat> Verse 23 is, For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Yeah. Verse 24 reads, For he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what matter of man he was. Mm-hmm. Verse 25 reads, But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, the, per- the perfect law of what? Liberty. Go ahead and read. And it therein. And wait, wait, you got to do what? Continue it therein. You got to continue in this thing. You can't hit this thing the way I did this, I did this time mm-hmm. five years ago. No, you got to you gotta do what again? Continue it. Now, you got to continue in this thing. See, every time you're on the clock, you got to look at that thing. Whatever you did in the past, that ain't got nothing to do with it. If anybody got to brag right to the past, I'll hit you a little bit. I know one thing, that don't mean nothing. About the past, I gotta make sure I'm doing this thing as we think. But you never know when a man gonna catch it out. But you gotta continue this thing and be a doer of this thing. Go ahead and repeat that verse again. Start out. I like what that verse is written. James chapter one verse twenty five reads. Well, whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty. And continue it therein. You got to do what again? Continue it therein. Oh, I got to get a precept out of that now. Uh, Mother E, I need a precept out of that in the book of Titus. I need a precept out of that. You got to continue in that. So you got to be, it's not what you did yesterday. It doesn't matter. Whatever you did yesterday, it doesn't matter. That's why I'm looking for the continuum in this thing. Until he sets you down. So now, in the book of Titus, there, uh, Mother, you want to see what it says in verse 8 and 14. Third chapter, verse 8 and 14. Let's see what he says here. Titus chapter 3, verse 8 and 14. What is it there, Mother? Look at Titus chapter 3. Verse 8 and verse 14. This is a space of faith. And these things are, and these things are real that thou perform constantly, that they which have believed in Yahweh might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good. And profitable unto me. Verse 14. 
foundation of the world. He said, everything he knew what everybody was going to do before the beginning of the world. Now, that's big business right there. Matter of fact, he knew all that. And second, there's a four. That means he knew this right here. So if he knew everything from the beginning of the world, that means Yahweh was, he, he did not get no loop in it. And look what he said in Second chapter 4, verse 30 down to verse 35. Listen, listen to this right here. Second Ezra 4, verse 30 to 35. Listen to this right here. Since he already knew what everybody going to do, fixing on the camp. You already know what you're going to do before you done it. How we know that? Back in Ezra 4, 30 to 35, put the sale come up. Going to the book of 2nd Ezra, chapter 4, reading verse 30 to 35. Verse 30 reads, For the grain of evil seed have been sown in the mind of Adam from the beginning. Wait a minute. You mean, uh, you mean a grain of evil seed was sold in? He, put, he knew this man was going to stumble at that stone, at that old the purest woman in the world. He already knew it. When he made this man, he knew this man was going to let that woman take the lead on him and do something contrary, although he gave him the rule and regulation. You know what I said? Both? He said, yeah. But he said, he put that evil seed in him from when? From when? From the beginning. From the beginning. Go ahead and read and how much on Yahweh's have it brought up until this time? And how much on Yahweh's that look at all the damage going on, the chaos going on? So Yahweh, you ain't gave him no loot. When you drag your feet, don't keep no Sabbath day, don't keep no feet day. He already know you would. He already know what you're gonna do. He already know the one that's gonna repent. He all he, he already know what the ones are gonna say. Okay, you you you, you give me a little bit, give me some more. He already know that already. He already know who's going to hear the word of Yahweh and catch five, and we already know who's going to hear the word of Yahweh and catch the heathen Jesus. He already know already. They telling you right now. He know the one going to catch the heathen Jesus. Go ahead, read. And how much shall he yet bring forth until the time of thrashing comes? Now, now that's big talk of there. By the time of trapping, that's trapping. T h r e s h i n g. That means the time of beating the head. He said he know what they're gonna do. He know the one that's gonna choke at this word and fall all out when it come down to the end business. You ain't putting in no loophole. You know, you know, I knew what Adam was gonna do when the woman came back to him. And he said, you know, the woman you gave me and I did eat. He said he already knew you was gonna eat it. But look what you're going to bring on everybody else. You got death on everybody, but I'm going to send my son down to for repentance. And I'm going to have him feel to show you exactly how you got to repent and act for more and more and more and keep it moving. Matter of fact, you have to do a, a, a blood Titus, you have to do a Baruch chapter 4, 20 down to verse 30. Next, about that, read verse 25 down to verse 30. I'm going to get a couple more in and get them out the way. So he said, you already know what you're going to do. You think, you, you think when you just let that evil spirit get on you, but you don't keep no feast day, Sabbath day, don't wear no friends, just bumming all around, y'all probably already know it. 
I'm saying. How and when shall these things come to pass? Wherefore are our years few and evil? Verse 34. And he answered me, saying, Do not thou hasten above the Most Highest, for thou hastest in vain to be above him, for thou hast much exceeded. Verse 35. And not the souls also of the righteous ask questions of these things in their chambers, saying, How long? I hope on this fashion. When comes the fruit of, of the floor of our reward? Yeah, when comes? And that's what we hear the on the channel tell you exactly what you got to come. But you got to make sure you got this work in for the have coming. If you ain't got this work in, you ain't got nothing coming. These feast days is what shows you your, the Sabbath day, the fringes land. The feast days, that's what shows when those come and enter the camp, you have to know how long you got to first complete these things that here called these these days in the bigger territory. Now you understand how to help others to get your blessings. For whatever reason he gonna do it. You got to make sure you done it. Remember Adam was not to see. Paul used that but that was dramatic. That probably put the evil mind in him anyway. And tried him with what he loved the most. But that big leg woman. That big leg woman calls him and everybody today to be standing against him. Giving you an outcome how to come back. Got to turn it back to what he got to do. And when you do come back, for the T-H-R-E-S-H-I-N-G, you won't let that come on your head. And all that is not going to come on your head. You got to make sure you're doing this book. Go back and I'll try to give one another verse in the Hebrews. All right. Okay. I mean, Hebrews, two words, but it is a life. Chapter 4. All right, I'm at verse 4. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day yes. of this wise, and Yahweh did rest the seventh day from all his works. Verse 5. And in this place again, and they should enter into my rest. And, and but they did enter into his rest. Go ahead. Verse 6. Then therefore it remained that some must enter therein. And some going to get into that rest. And they to whom it was first taught into not in because of unbelief. And the ones that did not believe it, they ain't getting in it. They don't believe it's important about keeping these three days. They don't believe it's important about keeping these seven days. They don't believe it. It's important about keeping these presents. Listen, you're going to lose.
book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, verse 24, down to verse number 
and they need no candles, neither light of their thorns. <coughs> Excuse me. For the Yahweh give them life, and they shall reign forever and ever. Yeah, that's right. It won't happen, Mother. That 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 guy don't be. It's going back in your line. But uh, before the young line come back in, a hey, hey, Mother, he give me that photo statement on Bray Mother's head for Mother's and give a commentary on this. We'll we'll fill that verse over and we'll get on out the way. Turn to the young line. Hey, Mother, he supposed to say to you on the clock come out. Okay, thank you, praising Yahweh for the clay. Thank you, praising Yahweh for the one that's missing. Your mind, 
as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness when your fathers tempted me, provoked me and swore and and saw my works. Verse 10. But 40, 40 years long was I grieved with this generation and said it is a people that do ill in their mind and they have not known my ways, verse 11, unto whom I swore in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Hallelujah. 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 Sometimes you can see that time at hand, but 
people that they just don't want to convert their ways. They think wrong is right. Hallelujah. Everybody, all the big dignitaries is up under his feet. 
Miss Van Dane and Tim Chapter of Sister Sarah, I mean, uh, of Sister Judy, and 10, verse number 12 and 13 of Hebrews. Do what he says. Good job, verse 11. Hebrews 10 11. Hebrews chapter, chapter 10, verse 11 reads. What? Verse 11 reads, And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes. Yes, give it verse 13. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 13 reads, From henceforth, expecting till his enemies be made his so he expected from henceforth his enemies made that he put through. When he come back, he's going to put the hammer rule again. Verse 16, verse 20. Chapter 10, verse 25. I mean, verse number here, 25. For he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. What? Bible, 
right, uh, to the Judy. The Judy, give me some uh, Luke chapter 12, verse 12. Luke chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit to teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. That's right. That righteous spirit to teach you in that same hour which you ought to say. Verse 
words of the Yahweh, and gathered the seventy men of the elders of the people, and set them round about the temple. Round about the temple. They didn't call anybody an elder. They got to be elders of Israel. Elders of Israel. That's what they got to be. Real quick. All right, let's go to the book of Jubilees real quick. Go to the book of Jubilees. Go to the book of Jubilees and see what I want. Go to the book of Jubilees. Now find my hit. Book of Jubilees. Go to the book of Jubilees. And see. Book of Jubilees. And that will show you. Right? For the book of Jubilees. Alright, the book of Jubilees. Alright, the book of Jubilees.
as we speak. Give me the book of Jubilees. All right, Sister Judy. Give me the book of Jubilees. Chapter 32. Jubilees chapter 32. Pick up at uh, verse 25. Jubilees chapter 32. Verse 25, verse 25 reads, Israel said, Yahweh, how can I remember all that I have read and seen? And he said unto him, I will bring all things to thy remembrance. And I'll bring all things to what? Your remembrance. Thy remembrance. Bring all things to your remembrance. All right. Okay, pick it up, keep keep reading. Verse twenty six. Verse twenty six. He went up from him, and he awoke from his sleep. And he remembered everything which he had read and seen. And he wrote down all the words which he had read and seen. Wrote down all which he had read, which he had seen. What he wrote down, what he had read, what he had seen. Real quick. All right, keep going, keep going. Verse what he had written down, what he read, what he had seen. Verse 27. And he celebrated there yet another day, and he sacrificed there on according to all that he had sacrificed on the former days. On the former days, go ahead. Call his name addition. For this day was added, and... And day, for this day was added, and days and called. Added, this day was this added. Day was added. And the former. And the former days he called the feast. And the former days he called the feast. Go ahead. That's And thus it was manifested that it should be, and it is written on the heavenly tablet. So this is written in the heavenly tablet. Written in the heavenly tablet. Go ahead. Wherefore, it was revealed to him that he should celebrate it and add it to the seven days of the feast. Add it to the seven days of the feast. Might be keeping feast. Seven days. Go ahead. <clears throat> Verse 29. And his name was called Addition because that it was recorded among the days of the feast days according to the number of the days of the year. According to the number of the days of the year. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Real quick. All right. Give me real quick to the Judas. All right, we'll visit that verse in you know, the book of um, Hebrews real quick. Book of Hebrews, whose word for Israelites. All right, go on to the book of Hebrews. Give it up on chapter. Make that. Um, Hebrews chapter 4, book of Israelites, chapter 4.
Let's go back to verse 1, Sister Julie. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1, verse 1 reads, Let us therefore fear, he said, promise, being, let he us... Hold on, he said, read, read that verse again, let for what? Let us therefore fear. He said, let us therefore fear, and what's the definition of fear? What is fear that we can read? And he's not talking about fear and you being shaken up and all like that. And you see... And you see all that. He ain't talking about that, that you're scared. What's the definition of fear we can read? What is fear? If you got fear, all right, let's, let's keep it moving. All right, Psalms 111, verse 10. Psalm 111, verse 10. What is fear? Psalm 111, verse 10. All right, and uh, Sister Sarah had me uh, Proverbs. Chapter 9, uh, verse 9 and verse 10. Wait a minute. Psalms 
verse 8 reads, how, how do ye say we are wise, and the law of the Yahweh is with that? How you gonna, how you gonna say that you wise? Go ahead. Look, certainly in vain may he is prepared of the scribes is in vain. We're talking about these writers. These writers. Is it vain? Go ahead. Verse nine. Verse nine the wise men are ashamed. They are dismayed and taken. Lo, they have rejected the word of the Yahweh and what wisdom is in them. What wisdom is in there? You got no wisdom. You ain't got the law if you're not doing the law. You ain't got no wisdom. Wisdom me. Real quick, um, what a man, what a wise man to do. Give me Proverbs chapter 8, verse 33. What a wise man to do. Sister Judith. What a wise man to do. Proverbs 833. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 33. Verse 33 reads, Hear instruction and be wise and refuse it not. He's going to hear instruction. Hear what instruction? Let's go to real quick. Instruction of what? Real quick, uh, give me Proverbs chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 1 and 2, verse 1 reads, Pity children, the instruction of a father, and the kids to know understand. Verse 2 reads, For I give you good teaching, forsaking not my law. Don't give you good teaching. Take the my law. Thank you not my law. Thank you not my law. Real quick. And this is why we got to be clothed in real quick. Who we got to be clothed in? He said it's teaching, right? Who we got to be clothed in? Let's go to Ezra real quick. Give me first Ezra chapter 5. First Ezra. Chapter 5, verse 40. First Ezra, chapter 5, verse 40. What you got to be clothed with? You talking about some clothes that you got on, your, that you, that you got on right now? What you got to be clothed with? First Ezra, chapter 5, verse 40. First Ezra, chapter 5, verse 40. Right, uh, this is there, Israel. First Ezra chapter five verse forty. Going to the book of First Ezra chapter five verse forty reads. For unto them said Nehemiah and Darius that they should not be partakers of the righteous things, till there arose of the high priest clothed with doctrine and truth. Right. So you got to be and truth. That was the doctrine and teaching. And truth. Alright? Teaching and truth. Alright, let's get that truth on real quick. Let's get that truth out. 
goal with teaching is truth. What is truth? Paul was teaching in truth. Paul was teaching in truth. What is truth? Go to John real quick. Book of John. Get warm up in 1717 real quick. Stop there. John chapter 17, verse 17. Let's do it. John chapter 17, verse 17. Testify them through thy truth, thy word is truth. Word is truth. Real quick. And your word is truth. Alright. Same book. Say the truth. John 14, 6. John chapter 14, verse 6 of the Jewish. John chapter 14, verse 6. Verse 6 reads, Yahweh the Son is saying unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Father Son said, He is the way, the truth. Life. I'm going to come to the Father but by me. Alright. Psalms 119. Psalms 119. 
Give me Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. Daniel chapter 12, verse 1.
Who's gonna be who to be the judge? Let's go to Book of John real quick. Make sure you take uh, take a note, Sister Judy. Let's go to John real quick. Let's see. Because the Father don't do no judge. Let's read that. The Father don't do no judge. Uh, who do the judge? Let's go to real quick. Let's go to Book of John real quick. Let's go to Book of John. We're going to the Book of John. All right, let's go to the Book of John. Chapter 5, go to the book of John, chapter 5. Let's pick up at uh, verse, let's pick up at verse 21. Make it sound good. John chapter 5, verse 21. John chapter 5, verse 21. For as a father raises up the dead and quickens them even so the son Quicken whom he will. Quicken whom he will, verse 22. Verse 22 reads, For the Father judges no man. The Father don't do no judge. The Father don't judge no man. Go ahead. But have committed all judgment unto the Son. We commit all judgment to the Son. He have it all to the Son to take care of the judge. Right. Verse, verse 23. Verse 23 reads, that all men should honor the Son, even as they honor the Father. So you got to honor the Son. When you do that, when you honor the Son, you keep in the law. What's written in that? That's why you do doing honor of the Son. You honor the Son when you keep the law. The feast day. You bump shoulders. Sabbath. Every Sabbath. You honor the Son when you do that. You will feel in that verse. Go ahead. He that honors he that honors not the son, honors not the father which has sent him. You see that? Mm-hmm. So you don't honor, if you don't honor the son, you don't honor the father. Right. We're sitting there, verse 24. Verse 24, truly say I say unto you, he that heareth my word and believe, believe it on him that sent me, have everlasting life. Everlasting life, go ahead. And shall not come into Convict, 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 Give me Romans real quick. Hold that. Hold your market that says, Jew. You're coming back. Let's go to the book of Romans. Go to the book of Romans. All right. Give me Romans chapter 6, verse 21 and 23. Romans chapter 6, verse 21 and 23. Romans chapter 6, verse 21 to 23. Romans chapter 6, verses 21 to 23. Verse 21 reads, What fruit have ye that in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. The end of those things is what? Death. Death. Verse 22. Verse 22 reads, 
but now being made free from sin and become servants to Yahweh, you have your fruit unto righteousness and the end of everlasting life. End of everlasting life. Call that verse out again. Romans chapter 6, verse 21 and 23. Hallelujah. What? Verse 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of Yahweh is eternal life from Yahweh the Son, Yahweh. So the price you're going to pay is death. If you ain't got this law right, understand, you ain't got the law right, the price you will pay will be death. And what kind of death is it, uh, Sarah? 6624 of Isaiah. Yeah, what? what kind of death is you gonna, what kind of death you gonna run into? Isaiah sixty six twenty four. Going to the book of Matthew chapter 25. Those who were dragging their feet, oh, I was afraid, huh? 
I was afraid. Give me Matthew chapter 25. Give me Matthew chapter 25. Pick up at um, verse 24. Matthew chapter 25, verse 24. Matthew chapter 25, verse 24. Yes. Yeah. 